Who's the lard ass? Beat it, Brucie. Go out home and play with your wooden dolly. Take a walk, fat boy. You stay out of this or you're gonna get hurt. This is between him and me. Get him! Alright, no retreat, no surrender. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom, I'm here with Brittany and Eric. Hello! What's up? Hey guys, how are you on this lovely fall afternoon in New England? Uh, so fall and so lovely. It's very nice today. Yeah. I feel crisp, much like this weather. Oh, and we spent uh, the day inside, unfortunately, but the windows, <laughs> were, <laughs> the windows were open and uh, we watched the movie No Surrender uh, no retreat, no surrender. <laughs> Different movie here. Okay. Tom, they only time. said the name of the movie five times <laughs> in the I movie. Know. And I fucked it up. Which means that Tom was going to give this movie a fuck yes times five. Exactly. Uh, so, yes. No retreat, no surrender, 1986. Uh, and it was Eric's pick. Mm. Um, so, Eric, why did you select it? Um, I selected this movie because uh, I feel like I haven't given Van Damme a fair shake on this podcast. The only thing that we've watched so far is um, Sudden Death. Yes. And I think at the time I didn't quite understand the majesty of Van Damme, and I think I was very unfair. <laughs> um, so I wanted to revisit it. And this is something I had come across um, as like a related video to uh, a trailer to the, the John Claude Van Johnson miniseries that's uh, piloted on Amazon. Uh, yeah, on Amazon. Amazon Prime, yep. Yep. Um, so I decided I want to watch it because it looked great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this also being one of his early credits. Super early, yeah. yeah so, so early that in the credits they uh, give him the incorrect name of his character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name in this movie is what, Ivan Krasinski. Something to that effect. He was like credited that. as like Carl Illsbad or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dude named like, Carl in the credits. That guy doesn't exist, pretty sure. Uh, but to be fair, we watch so much garbage that like when we're like, let's watch something good, we watch like a Van Damme movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or a Seagal movie. <laughs> which I'm sure is arguably but yeah no that's always that's the age-old debate right there <laughs> uh, we could talk about that for hours but uh all right so there's the why so eric what is this about okay i actually this is one of the few movies where i've written down a detailed synopsis because there was no way i was going to keep track of it all right here we go so um th this movie uh starts off in los angeles at a karate dojo oh yes um, and it establishes that it's a karate dojo because it's a freeze frame for a good 20 seconds and we thought the youtube <laughs> upload was broken uh, <laughs> where um Jason, a, uh, a very uh, motivated Bruce Lee fan, and his father uh, run a dojo, a karate dojo. Um, a bunch of hooligans show up and beat up his dad. Uh, turns out, <laughs> turns out that these hooligans are associated with some sort of karate mafia. Uh, they're from New York, <laughs> yep, mm -hmm. and they they come to L.A. to uh, try to convince Jason's father to join their network of karate mafiosos. The, the Manhattan Maulers. Yes, correct. So it's basically just like they flip dojos and then make them front as a dojo while they like run crime. While they yeah. crime. While, while, yeah, they while, they cr cr <laughs> while they play crime. <laughs> oh, I love playing crime. Backroom crime lab. Got it. Okay. So uh, they, they beat up and injure uh, Jason's father mm. who... Uh, Unlike the, title this, yeah, unlike the title of this movie, he uh, retreats and surrenders. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. Like immediately. So they, uh, they, they make a move to Seattle, where uh, Jason quickly sets up shop in the garage of their new home to uh, train himself in the ways of Bruce Lee, where he befriends a young Jerry-curled man named RJ and runs afoul of a fat shit named Scott. 
uh, gets tangled up with this uh, karate crew made up of a bunch of John Stamoses yep. um, who don't like them. A league of John Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> Local dojo rivalry. John Stami. Um, so eventually... Uh, <laughs> I couldn't let that go on glaring. <laughs> the plural of Stamos. Yeah, it makes sense. I like it. I mean, what, what do you call a group of people that can dance? A Stami. <laughs> <laughs> Stampede uh, of Stamai. <laughs> All right, let's, let's keep it so, going. <laughs> um, through, throughout the course of the plot, uh, Jason is is getting caught in fights with these uh, these group of Stamuses and the fat kid, mm-hmm. and eventually his father gets fed up, throws all of his Bruce Lee shit out. Um, and then Jason sets up shop again in an abandoned house where Bruce Lee's ghost visits him and trains him to be awesome. Mm. Uh, and eventually <laughs> the New York Maulers catch up to Seattle and try to take over that dojo. And there's a big uh, standoff for uh, ownership of that dojo. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. That, that's pretty great. Yeah. It is pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that sounds awesome. Uh, I, the only confusing part to that is why we haven't seen it sooner. Yeah. yeah. I honestly don't know. And yeah. it's our fault. I mean, you know, our, our friend Owen. Yes. Uh, yes. The ba- <laughs> bad movie Sunday. We've run a little afoul of them lately. Hi, Owen. <laughs> Sorry. Like, uh, so we're just plucking a bunch of his picks and we're just claiming them as our own. <laughs> I guess. But in our defense, he sent us a very long list of movies. Plus, we have a list of like 100 plus titles that we already had on back burner. <laughs> sounds yeah. like we do a lot of work. Trust me, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like we make a lot of excuses. That's but uh, Yeah, the conversation this morning, oh, Eric, what are you picking? I'm like, oh, no, no treat, no surrender. I got the name wrong. Like, never retreat, <laughs> <Yeah>. never surrender. <laughs> I know. And I was looking it up. I was like, I can't find that. <laughs> Owen is okay. back in my good graces. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I was like, oh, we should probably check to see if this is on his le- second movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay you clowns cut the crap we had a good time today right oh i had a blast can yes. i just preface this entire thing by saying the very first notes that i wrote were um yes <laughs> <laughs> and that pretty much sustained that attitude for the entirety of this movie <laughs> yes so that's a pretty rare case for for this podcast in general where yeah. we keep up the energy for like a good hour and a half straight especially yeah. for me i get bored way easier than you guys <laughs> <laughs> we're simpletons yes yes w- one word came um, to mind thinking about this and that was scrumptious <laughs> Do tell. I, I just thought this movie was tasty and everybody. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty tasty. Every course of this meal was delightful. <laughs> um, the character intros for this movie were awesome. Um, every new character got introduced seemingly out of nowhere. <laughs> no setup at all. They would just trip on screen and then be <laughs> a part of the plot. <laughs> Well, um, I'm here now. <laughs> which was great. Or they would break dance in some cases. Break dance onto the fucking onto scene. The scene. Oh, my goodness. Um, and I or, thought that that was great. Like, uh, especially, I think, our collective favorite character, Scott, the fat kid. <laughs> His introduction he is pretty sweet. had the best intro. Is him eating an entire cake by hand, <laughs> complaining that someone is moving into the neighborhood that likes Bruce Lee. <laughs> Leaning against the hood of a car, eating like an entire Entenmann's cake, just smearing it all over his face. There's like Coke cans spread on the hood of the car he's leaning on. And he's just like, great. You like Bruce Lee? We got a Brucey here. (laughs) And then he proceeds to call the main character, Jason, Bruce or Brucey for the entirety of the movie. I think one of my favorite parts about that uh, success Mm. is 
the fact anytime we get we would get a new character i feel like our director would just want to run with that person like they would bring a new energy to the scene and they'd be like oh oh let's let's do this with you let's do this and i feel like this movie was just like a train of thought like that like hey he shows up he's cool let's hang out with him for a while and eh, he's not getting he's kind of boring me now let's go over to this guy where, where he's cool again like we just kept going and changing it was we like, focusing on. it was quasi problematic in this day and age though where unfortunately we had to stream this movie from youtube <laughs> so about seven times during watching it we were like do they cut a scene out like do we miss something mm. who is this person they'd be like yeah i had so much fun with you at the pet store last week and we'd be like wait do they fucking cut this pet store scene out because i want to see it <laughs> who's kelly <laughs> <laughs> it's her birthday tom have you been paying attention well who's kelly and why does she like rabbits i need to know these things. our introduction to kelly was seeing a birthday sign that said happy birthday kelly about a half hour into the movie and then it's like this love interest that we're yeah. supposed to have known as existed like yeah. an established like friendship between these characters jason gets her a bunny rabbit for her birthday <laughs> and she's like oh my god and he's like yeah you were like fucking drooling over at the pet store last week and we were like yeah. we we're like what <laughs> we've never seen this person before yeah. he has one friend and it's rj <laughs> can just spring this on us one very special friend named named rj i mean it, oh. it, we, we kind of made the observation that it seemed like this was an upload of a porno where all the fucking had been cut out <laughs> And, like, we were just given, like, a, a moist karate adventure. <laughs> every That's time the tagline thing, of the movie. Every time oh. things, like, hit a pitch, it would just, like, switch scenes. Yeah. It would be, like, seemingly people just had an orgy, and then they, like, cut the orgy, at, orgy out and then just moved on to the next scene. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened in bedrooms that we weren't allowed to say. <laughs> there was fucking at the pet store, for certain. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, beyond the character intros in this movie, I thought the characters, like, the supporting characters were fucking awesome. Mm. It's, like, everything you could hope for from an 80s teen... Romp? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Only a dangle there forever. Um, there's like a fun, oh god, 80s tropes. There's a fun breakdancing black guy <laughs> with jerry curls. There's like the hot uh, love interest who you meet for two sentences and then that's it. Her personality is that she's Kelly. Oh man. <laughs> Good enough though, I get it. Pretty much. Um, you got like the pissy fat kid who's just jealous of everybody mm. um you got like the head jock of the local dojo who's such a fucking tough guy but he's not as bad as randy cellini let's not <laughs> he's no cellini he's but no cellini. i mean he's still pretty dickish he's pretty di but he didn't start dickish Dean. he only he only became dickish once he found out or once he thought that uh jason was being a dick to him, which right. wasn't the truth. Yeah, he was misled by Scott, the fat shit. Yes, which That's never true. got resolved. I don't know if Dean ever found out the truth. But you know yeah. what? I don't care, because if you can be swayed that easily by some fat kid you don't even know his <laughs> word, then you're still a piece of shit. Well, no, they, he knows Scott. He, I mean, Scott's the one who's, like, massaging them in the locker rooms. Well, yeah. Yeah, but he was, like, a white belt that just showed up that day. Like. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> felt like. He got his ass kicked the day before, so he was like, shit, I need to learn how to fight, and then, like, showed up. Uh. And it's like, oh, okay, so that guy got there six minutes before Jason, so you believe everything he says? <laughs> well, I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, maybe it was some misled sympathy for the fat kid who's like, yeah, this guy's probably telling the truth. Yeah, could maybe. Be. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm nitpicking. I could fucking not possibly care less, but... Yeah. I think, you know, I kind of enjoyed the fact that Scott, the fat kid, no character arc whatsoever. No. <laughs> He's no. just a piece of shit the he entire went, movie. He went from cake to burgers <laughs> to, uh, to I'm the boss, and that was it. Dude, he and he was a sloppy fucking eater. And yeah. I, loved, oh I loved how that was a part of who he was. And mm. He was just a 
fucking disgusting pile fuck <laughs> just always mustard on his face yeah just ketchup and mustard like a giant plate of burgers <laughs> oh, guy man. was awesome he was um he, he he seemed to be uh pulled from the same archetype as uh oh god the uh the, the fat kid from memorial valley massacre yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. our what favorite do you mean? Ca- yeah <laughs> what do you mean temporarily yeah that guy the only thing redeemable about that movie <laughs> the thing that we quote to this day um i will say that i well i'm not sure if it's the passion of the director or the naivety of the director, <laughs> but it's, I feel like they, he did whatever it took to get the story told. Like mm. it doesn't matter what, I don't know what style he chose to tell it because in the beginning, I mean, it was pretty standard. And then we had some inner monologue stuff. We went into some montage stuff. We did, we just introduced characters left and right. He didn't care. Yeah. He just wanted to rush to the end of the movie. Like everything was a mad dash to that last fight scene. <laughs> but I didn't feel like it was too rushed. No, no. And, well, there actually, there are some parts that kind of valued a little bit. We can yeah. get to that a little later, but like, it almost felt like everything was done in cliff notes. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like just enough information to get you along, right. to get Every, you there. Everything escalates immediately. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, the plot is so absurd. Um, but, still not that over the top it's at a point where it's still believable yeah and it's enjoyable to follow mm-hmm. because it's not too fast or too slow yeah it, it's almost as if like they filmed the summary of the movie instead of the synopsis <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like they were only given a paragraph to work with and just kind of filled the rest of it um anything else that we want to highlight um i fucking love the montage theme in this movie it's one of the best of all time okay um i don't have the name of it off the top of my head i keep forgetting what it is it's like the vision like hold on to the vision something that effect it's got Uh joe satriani on guitar Uh uh-huh this uh thing is ripping i've been (laughs) jogging to this song for like two months now ever since i discovered it really it's my dude i fucking love this song (laughs) and the montage it goes along with is fucking great too and it's did, a really good montage. Were you aware that this song was in this movie before? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. The, actually, the, the song came first. Then I discovered the movie. Hold ah, on to the vision by Frank go. Harris. Thank you. Oh, okay. Good. Good call. Yeah. This is on Spotify, folks. You got to listen to it. Uh, yeah. Gonna, it's a great song. I'm gonna set that as my alarm clock, <laughs> so I have motivation to awake each day. Because let's face it, most montage songs are pretty bad, and I enjoy them ironically. This song is great, and I love it for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> let's face it, because most days you don't want to get out of bed. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually liked the, I felt like this, the dramatic parts in this movie had a weird, like ironic feeling. <laughs> like if it was made today, I feel like it would be intentional to be like over the top to the point of humor, mm-hmm. um, which I really enjoyed. Like when Jason gets beat up at Kelly's birthday party and he like drives away furiously, <laughs> but he's driving like a fucking puke green station wagon <laughs> and not going fast at all. He's like cautiously backing out of the driveway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks both ways. Waits for his car to stop before like, shifting. so upset. I just thought that was so funny. Or like, this is kind of a favorite part, but when his dad finally like loses his shit and throws all of his Bruce Lee stuff up yeah. and he rips up the Bruce Lee poster and Jason throws like temper tantrum, just starts running down the street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like yeah. running through the suburbs. <laughs> like, I gotta go see RJ right now. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Um, all right, let's transition then. Um, as, as much as we enjoyed this, is there anything that we'd like to say that uh, kind of didn't work out? Um, I gotta say, in a movie where I knew that Bru- the the ghost of Bruce Lee was going to train <laughs> a teenage karate man in Seattle, that was probably the least ridiculous and the least exciting portion of the movie. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. It was like it was weirdly grounded. 
<laughs> it was uh, it w- it yeah. wasn't bad, but like it almost brought the movie to like a weird slower pace that it, I wasn't expecting. I feel like it's because when he was training, it there was nothing extreme. Like it wasn't like he was doing anything that he wasn't already doing. Yeah, I mean that crazy like one-legged kick thing at the end that was probably the most different thing that he taught him but otherwise he was just like stretching with those uh <laughs> those spring things, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like jogging with rj <laughs> it was anticlimactic yeah i don't i think that for how, how absurd the movie felt leading up to that moment it could have been like i don't know a, a, an opportunity for them to to be silly but like cool yeah but mm-hmm. they they didn't also, Bruce Lee, kind of a dick. <laughs> kind of was. More than kind of. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Definitely a dick. I expected to be him to be... Uh, like, he was motivational, but I don't know. I expected him to be more... Philosophical? Upbeat. Mm. Oh, okay. Inspirational, maybe? All right. You know? Yeah, I, yeah, I just thought that was... was just Yeah, weirdly slowed the movie down. And it... Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it felt like weirdly out of place too because I mean Bruce Lee died in 1973 and this movie was like 1986 I think it was long after Bruce Bloitation was done and buried so like it's kind of weird to see this happening in the 80s I don't know yeah. a little strange yeah, <laughs> I don't think the impression was bad either but no uh, the, no it was okay it was fine yeah. it was fine it was, it was serviceable you know yeah <laughs> um, I honestly don't know if this is a success or failure in my eyes um, but I felt like some parts of this movie had a weird, um, like low quality after school special feel. Yeah. Yep. And I honestly can't say if it lent to me liking it or <laughs> if it was negative. Hmm. It's I figured I'd include it in my negatives because I really didn't have anything for weaknesses <laughs> because I just enjoyed the shit out of this movie. Yeah. Big smile on my face. <laughs> but no, I hear you. It definitely had that. I mean, it just had you know the corny vibe going on every so often every so often because sometimes mm. they were doing some really cool shit yeah like i don't know i'm gonna jump back to successes for one second <laughs> because i forgot to mention this but uh jason our main character i feel like they did such a good job of having him progress physically through the movie yeah like showing his transition like i feel like it really happened mm-hmm. like i feel like this movie started with him in, in one way and it ended and he was way more ripped like way tighter when he was way fighting. better at fighting yeah and he was just he like, started off pretty good he started yeah. off good like i was surprised how good he was when we started but then at the end i was like he wow he's really good yeah the i don't know who the the actor was i think he's like a taekwondo like actual martial artist black belt black belt or something but he did like a really good job of portraying someone that wasn't very confident in his martial arts but just happened to really like it yeah you know someone who was just yeah who's physically there but doesn't quite get the concepts yet and then he was able to make it seem like he understood what to do later i don't know i yeah. thought that that was really good yeah because when they usually do um when they usually do a character like that it's usually not like a real martial artist like it's like ralph macchio or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like they kind of have to you know it's it's someone that isn't confident in their martial arts and they kind of have to fake it when they actually are confident as a character but the actor is obviously not an expert mm-hmm. so having it done in reverse and have him being able to portray it is like really cool yeah definitely <laughs> Ralph Macchio is barely a real person. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Macchio. Um, if I can complain about something within the context of the actual movie itself, mm. um, Jason's dad fucking sucks. Yeah, he's horrible. Dude he's... just bends the to the knee. whim. Bends yeah, the knee. bends the knee. <laughs> you bitch. He moves out. He moves out of state. 
instead of like standing up to these guys well, they, or like you know calling the cops they broke his leg you know and, and he fought that guy well he def- well he defended himself against that guy but even like beyond that not even just moving his business and his family like he moves his bar business fucking up the entire coast <laughs> he like swears off fighting even when he's getting his ass kicked mm-hmm. I was just like, you really suck as a character. And I he, hate you. Like immediately jumps to the conclusion that his son must be fighting other people instead of like just getting jumped at a party. Yeah. Or like, like defending himself. <laughs> He's like, you've been fighting again. Your shirt's all ripped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just thought that that was a weird turn for his character to take to go from like defending yourself to just being like, no, I'm not going to fight even if it's to save, save my own life. Because <laughs> then he gets jumped by five dudes later and his fucking 17 year old son has to save his ass. Hmm. Which must have been really humiliating. <laughs> I hope he felt every second of it. Well, he, he turned that humiliation into pride very he was quickly like, for you his were, son. He was like, I can't believe how wrong I was. We were like, oh, well, we can. Yeah. <laughs> Duh, <laughs> dude. Dumbo. Oh, no, I have to use my skill sets to survive. Fuck. <laughs> also, I felt like RJ just existed to like service Jason. Yep. What do you RJ? mean, like sexually? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Besides that, RJ was, just, RJ was just there to give of himself selflessly. <laughs> he was like, oh, you need a place to practice? There's an old abandoned house down the street. <laughs> Jason's like, oh, no, but how am I going to get all my stuff there? He's like, don't worry. RJ will take care of it. I was like, oh, my God, RJ. RJ was walking plot convenience. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you're new in this town. You need a black guy to show you around. For sure. Here's this dojo. Here's this abandoned house. <laughs> it's just crazy. But RJ was probably the best character. Um, can we transition to favorite parts so we can talk about RJ more? <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right, great. So, <laughs> one of my favorite parts is RJ because of his character introduction was just fucking priceless. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jason's kind of like unpacking a U-Haul, and then I think was it a basketball rolls out, yeah. rolls up the street, hits uh, hits RJ. He kicks up the basketball, catches it, does like the coolest, what's up? And then like <laughs> rides his bike rides over his bike to Jason. Hey, I'm RJ. I'm like, oh my God, you're the best. <laughs> I love you already. And it, and he just fucking maintained that awesomeness throughout. Yeah. That's the kid you want to meet in kindergarten, like on your first day. Oh yeah. 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 I had RJ's introduction as one of my favorite parts. Oh man. So good. I can't believe we've barely talked about Van Damme throughout this whole <laughs> <laughs> But he was barely in it. He is barely in He's it. He's in it for the first Who, two, Carl? two minutes. <laughs> Carl Ivan. He's in it for the first two minutes and then he's in it for the last four minutes and that's it. I mean, but pretty badass. Yeah, he yeah. was pretty badass. Yeah. We, we got a fucking sweet uh, shirt rip. <laughs> he oh. went, he, Hulkamania <laughs> slash sidekicks. Sli- oh, that's right. Sweet sidekicks sh- uh, muscle shirt rip off. That was pretty great. Joe Piscopo's oily fucking body. <laughs> Uh, I really hated the, I know this is not a favorite part, but I just have to tell you how much I hated the main mafia goon guy. Oh, uh, the guy who looked like a fucking annoying camp counselor? Yeah, he looked like <laughs> Hank Azaria's skeleton. <laughs> like he lives inside the skin of Hank Azaria. Yeah, I was like, wow. ew, oh, I hated him. He was just like the mouthpiece and he was always flanked by two goons, one of which was Van Damme. Sometimes. <laughs> Still <laughs> Those are like the two best descriptions of anything I've heard on the podcast. Well, Hank Azaria's skeleton. Hank Azaria's skeleton and an annoying camp counselor. <laughs> he really was, though. I was oh. like, why is anyone intimidated by this guy? Yeah, he's not. Um, <laughs> Except Eric, for his muscle. What about you for some favorite parts? <laughs> I know. I think I've mentioned most of the ones that I uh, wrote down. 
Um, this whole movie was my favorite. Oh, part. fucking <laughs> Van Damme going on a rampage at the end of the the movie and kicking, oh my God. <laughs> kicking the referee out of the ring <laughs> and like strangling him with the fucking turnbuckle. Rope. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was out of control. Yeah, Van Damme definitely provided some legit favorite parts, and he he brought the action. Yeah. yeah, he really did. He was it was like no holds barred at the end. Like all rules of fighting just went out the window. He's like strangling people, fucking suffocating people, kicking people. Yeah, yeah. he's a vicious godless commie, and that's what they do. <laughs> Damn rusty commies. Man, eighties hate those commies, dude. Um It is kind of funny to think though that this isn't really so much of an like an action kung fu movie as it is really like a weird like a dramedy. Like a yeah. Like a poorly done drama. <laughs> It's like a coming of age, yeah. way too late <laughs> movie. <laughs> like he's a late bloomer. Yeah, nobody, Jason. nobody comes of age at 17. Really? I feel like I didn't come of age until like last year. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's dad ripping his Bruce Lee poster down and then Jason running away from home because of it was probably one of my favorite parts because both were such overreactions. <laughs> And the second one just made the first so much more funny. <laughs> um, also, the part where Jason was doing sit-ups. Uh, I guess you can call uh, them more like pelvic thrusts. Yeah, yeah like weird pelvic Lateral thrusts. Lateral pelvic thrusts. <laughs> and RJ was like sitting on his lap. On his dick. He was sitting on his dick. <laughs> he was definitely sitting on his dick. Eating an ice cream popsicle. Slobbering an Like ice a <laughs> vanilla popsicle covered in chocolate. And he's just going up and down. Oh my god, I was so... Wait, let's not forget the most important detail. RJ was listening to a Walkman. Oh, man. He was really grooving to it. I couldn't even digest that detail because <laughs> I was way too sidetracked. <laughs> when we were already joking about how much they were supposedly fucking, and then, <laughs> and then that scene happened, and... and literally thrust sitting on his thrusting lap eating a popsicle we were like this is way too phallic this is crazy right now yeah, where's fallon right now <laughs> <laughs> she should have been around for this movie she should have been <laughs> we're actually gonna see fallon later when we go to see phantasm at the cable car cinema uh, <laughs> yes that's gonna be fun i'm so excited that'll be good um and my last favorite part was the part when scott was chasing rj and like jumping oh, over stuff oh my like, god falling and like that. eating shit every time <laughs> And RJ would just, like, stop and encourage him. <laughs> I love that. Th this was uh, one of our favorite things in movies is when the movie intrudes on real life. Mm. And we have these construction workers, like, setting up, like, a, a like no, don't come here kind of thing. But they're, like, encouraging him to jump over the blockade. They're like, come on, big boy, jump it. <laughs> they, like, start going on to it. And then, like, guys, like, okay, I'm going to jump this thing. Like, everyone's stop. I, I was, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that, like, perfect, perfectly encompasses the mood of the movie. Mm. I just remember those uh, when Jason is being trained by Bruce Lee <laughs> and we were kind of in this not really sure what's going on because like Bruce Lee, uh, Jason falls asleep in like the abandoned area where he's training in and like Bruce Lee seems to come to him in a dream. But then later <laughs> we see Jason from RJ's perspective where he is like fighting and getting his ass kicked by Bruce Lee but Bruce Lee's not there mm. and so like you have to wonder like is Bruce Lee interacting with a metaphysical layer where he can actually kick your ass as a ghost if you want to be trained by him badly enough yeah like only <laughs> you can only see him if he wants you to see him type yeah. of thing yeah <laughs> I was wondering about the same thing because it just looked like he was fighting himself Pretty much, yeah. And talking to himself. So it's it's a really bizarre where we have like this one this one supernatural element in this otherwise 
grounded movie? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, was it? Uh, well, because then we can flip it the other way, and it's like, well, if it's not supernatural, then clearly Jason has had an emotional breakdown uh-huh. uh, because of his whole life being torn down and getting beaten up constantly. That yep. he had to uh, ha- form this character in his brain to help him, to help him cope, cope and yep. push to the next level. I like both proposals. I don't think the director thought about either of them. <laughs> I think he was just like, yeah, let's get Bruce Lee in here. <laughs> it's definitely just the ghost of Bruce Lee. Yeah. I mean, he went and left flowers on his grave and continuously was like, he knew what? He Amen, knew, Bruce Lee. He knew Bruce Lee's favorite flowers. It's exactly. True. He did so much research. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm all, I think I'm, that we've done the favorite parts thing. If, if we'd so. like to move on. I just we can't can... get over the absurdity of the last fight. In this movie, it's so insane because it's just a free for all. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's a, not like a, Jason organized the fight so he could fight <laughs> Ivan and like get revenge for his dad's dojo being closed. No. It was like Ivan kicked the shit out of everyone and was borderline murdering fools, <laughs> and then Jason <laughs> jumped out of the audience and started beating the shit out of him, <laughs> which I think is an important detail to not overlook when that's, describing this movie. That's a good point. Jason was not training for anything. No. Nobody asked this of him. <laughs> no. Well, well. So, but I, but I see the the connection here. So when when this started as a karate competition and then devolved very quickly into professional wrestling. Yeah. When the leader of the Manhattan Maulers comes out into the ring with a slick back hair and says, changes the rules and it says, if anyone else has got the balls to try it. Hank Azaria's skeleton. Hank, exactly. And then we get John Claude Van Damme come out. He beats the entire Seattle sidekicks and then. Jason, he's the one who's got the balls <laughs> to go into the ring after Jean Claude so Van Damme. Absurd. After after uh, Kelly tries to help her brother, who is uh, in the ring, Ian. Ian, yeah. thank mm-hmm. you. Yes, supposed Ian. to be like the best guy, the, the, at the best dojo. guy in the United States at karate. At oh this yeah, point. yeah. He, he had won a... the competition. Yes. Uh, Kelly goes in to help her brother. Jean Claude grabs her hair. That really pisses Jason off. He does a fucking awesome, <laughs> like double kick to the face, spin over the ropes move, and then it was fucking on. <laughs> it was so on. But that description just brought me back to when he saved his dad's ass and how we totally oh skipped God. the part about how he fucking pulls up in his puke green station wagon, <laughs> opens the door, flips over the hood, <laughs> and like launch kicks some guy across a parking lot. Dude, no one enters a room normally in this movie. <laughs> it's always. A sweet jump over something. This movie is just a series of favorite parts. It's fucking athletic. It's pretty movie. fucking great. Yeah, overall favorite part is just the fighting. This all the fight scenes. They're like they didn't have they didn't have to be that good. No. But they were. No. And they were they were fast and well choreographed and totally aided to the rest of the movie. Agreed. Favorite part. I, th- I think the director, um, actually, this might have been his debut in America. I think he was like a Hong Kong guy mm. um, or, or Vietnam, maybe. I, I forget exactly where, but he had, he had a background in like Kung Fu movies. Ah. So I think it kind of explains why this movie is so like tonally wacky, because maybe he didn't have the best grasp of like American standards. We've seen this before, like with, yes. um, why can't I think of his name right now? Samurai Cop guy. Uh, Amir Shavan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, not quite the same extent, <laughs> but right, have guy. a nice day, guy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we're, bon Jovi himself. we're halfway there. Tico well, Torres. Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah. There, there was some choreography background and so obviously some knowledge of how you would direct a martial arts movie. It's just when you transplant it to America, it comes off as fucking goofy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love American karate movies. Like, I really do. It's just such a unique thing to watch and actually the, the director of the I think his name was Corey Yoon or something yeah, yeah, yeah. he went yep. on to direct the transporter with Jason Statham oh wow so, okay so, wow yeah, yeah. so these so, are very humble starts so he's gotten worse <laughs> <laughs> just kidding uh, uh, yeah he actually really. worked on a lot of movies this guy 
sometimes I feel like <laughs> the foreign perspective of American culture is so much more entertaining to watch than actual American culture. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, all right. So I guess with that, shall we rate this motherfucker? Yeah. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, fuck I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, guys, let's rate. No retreat. No surrender. From 1986. What are we doing? I think I know what's gonna happen here. And a three, and a two, and a one. Fuck, and a fuck yeah. yeah. I was actually gonna give it a fucking fuck yeah. Oh, wow. fucking Holy shit. Because I thought first. that this movie was so fucking fun to watch. <laughs> I actually want to tell everyone that I've ever met to watch this movie. All right. Well, hold on. Let's play a, let's play a this or that. Is this or Breathing Fire? Hmm. Wait. Breathing Fire is plastic pizza. <laughs> <laughs> this. This is better than Breathing Fire. I think At, I like this better. Overall, absolutely. Breathing Fire was way more absurd, mm. um, but it didn't have that the positive qualities to balance out the absurdity, mm -hmm. um, which I mean, you can appreciate them for different reasons, obviously, yeah. but just start to finish, like keeping the viewer engaged mm -hmm. and being funny and being really fucking badass and having awesome <laughs> martial arts. <laughs> it was it's just this movie. And what about this or sidekicks? Mm. This is probably a better movie. What? I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> not what I was expecting you to say. No, like you could think one's better, but better, like better though. <laughs> as far as I don't know, I honestly don't know. I know it's a tough question to answer. Everybody it is. Thinks. I mean, they're uh, so wait, what, different. What, what's the question that's being posed? Is this or sidekicks? Th this or well, yeah, this or breathing fire. This or sidekicks. Well, I mean, you're really asking me to pick a favorite child, all right here. <laughs> uh, mm. That's not an easy question to answer. I think out of all three. I have to say, this is probably my favorite out of all of them. Oh, my God. Um, this is so fucking enjoyable. <laughs> but this is good in a different way yeah. than so, sidekicks. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, you are. Yeah, I mean, sidekicks... <laughs> See it in your eyes. You're very sure. Look in my eye. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, Sidekicks is cut from a different mold. That's really more of like a Karate Kid style movie um, where the martial arts really aren't necessarily the center of it. You know, like it's really more of the, about the character of of uh, Jonathan Brandeis's yeah Barry Gabruski. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> of him growing very wary and, and you know kind of becoming an adult. Whereas you know this is and Breathing Fire are really more about. Well, I don't know. It's it's hard. They're really yeah. they are they're they're different. They're all different flavors yeah. in the same family. Yep, it's really weird. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is the uh, the vanilla chocolate swirl. <laughs> Between Breathing Fire and Sidekicks, oh. if that makes sense. Yeah, so Breathing Fire would probably be the chocolate. Mm. Sidekicks would be no. the vanilla. No, no. <laughs> vanilla is better than chocolate, Side which is what I'm getting at. Sidekicks would be chocolate because chocolate is way better. No. You're a crazy person. Oh, boy, we're going to have this debate. <laughs> vanilla is better than chocolate. Vanilla is better than no. chocolate. Thank Stop. you, Eric. Both You're both wrong. <laughs> Mahority rules. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Don't know who that was, but... Uh, Tell Juan to take a nap. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh... <laughs> Does anyone want to uh, maybe kind of add to why they're giving this the fuck yeah rating? This is a fucking sweep, right? I yeah. mean, this, yeah. was, this was a goddamn blast. It was well, just so fun to watch. Yeah, and it was such a surprise, I think, is the other thing, too. Because I was expecting... I mean, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of this movie. I was like, okay, well, the premise is really silly. It'll probably be 
boring at certain points. <laughs> like, yeah. I expected boring parts, and it, yeah. it just never happened. Like, this movie was just consistently wacky and goofy. I expected mm-hmm. it to be more serious than it was. Yeah, I so did too. So the absurdity of it really took me by surprise, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I would say even, I mean, we, we kind of complained about the whole Bruce Lee ghost part. I mean... As a worst part of the movie, that's a nitpick. That was still a lot of fun. That was still really good. <laughs> yeah. Like for your worst to be not as bad as some other p- movies' best, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll absolutely take it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious um, about the cut that we watched. Yeah. Because it looks like um, there there are like th- this. I think this movie has like a cult following, and there are like fan edits. So I'm wondering if there's like a definitive version of this movie that we're supposed to watch. But I'll be honest. This one was really fun to watch just because of how weird it was. It was very good, but uh, the, the version we watched on YouTube was an hour 35, probably mm. with credits, so maybe just about a 90-minute movie. The runtime that is on IMDb is an hour and 25 minutes. Oh, so, so this might even be like an extended s- weird cut. So they may have had add a couple more. So maybe all the Kelly stuff got added. <laughs> I, really, I really hate that they put Jean-Claude Van Damme on the cover of this movie. Well, yeah, that's going to make people He has it. no business being there. Yeah, well, that probably came way later. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they did that with Breathing Fire, too. Yeah, they put yeah. Lolo Young. Yeah, he's barely in that movie. Try to garner views. Exactly, exactly. Um, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> oh, just like the, um, I forget the name of the other movie, that because we were trying to figure out this was Jean-Claude Van Damme's first credit. And we uh, went on IMDb and we found that his first credit was as Gay Karate Man. And he was on the cover of that movie. And he wasn't even warranted a name. He was just warranted a sexuality and a profession. (laughs) And a gender. I will also mention that this movie was rated PG. So it's fun for the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing... There's really nothing risque in here. No. I really do wish I kind of watched this when I was a kid. I was kind of surprised that nobody got called a fag. I was surprised that nobody commented on RJ being black. Well, they did throw a couple of uh, jokes in there. Well, did at, they? at least one. Yeah. Really? Well, there was that scene when RJ, uh, when uh, Jason is fighting that uh, black belt at the dojo in Seattle. Uh, and it's a black dude, and RJ comes oh, in to like break up the fight, and he's like, brother, and then like runs out of frame. Well, that's fine. Well, I'm just saying, they, uh, they, they touched it. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's not really what I'm talking about. That's kind of RJ just interacting with another character and not a white character commenting on his race, which I feel like would happen in every other movie made Mm. in 1986. Um, Also, I feel like (laughs) in any other movie, Kelly would have been like forced to be with Dean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they tried that. That didn't work out too well. Yeah, no. Kelly got pushed around a lot. Kelly, even by Jason, which was really annoying. Ke- Kelly wasn't making her own choices. She, Kelly wasn't much of a character. <laughs> no, she was very Kelly. She likes rabbits. Thing. Yeah, That's about it. She has a brother. Oh, okay. The end. So, final thoughts. I have a final thought. Hmm. Um, I just want. <laughs> I wanted to bring it up. It was uh, so they go to Kelly's birthday party, and uh, Jason comes in with a big box you know, for a present. She opens the present and she pulls out like a little baby bunny rabbit that also has a little bow on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a cute little touch. <laughs> I thought it was very right. cute. I completely forgot that, that when he was bringing the gift into the house, he ran into her brother and the box got like squashed or dropped. <laughs> <laughs> and then she opens it and there's a rabbit inside. It was actually a, it was actually an adult rabbit when he showed up. 
But then when he ran into Ian, he got smushed and turned into a little baby. Aww. That's how it works. Now you get him for twice as long. Yeah, there you go. That worked out in everyone's favor. Anyone else with any final thoughts? I do have one last favorite part that I just recalled. Oh, perfect. Uh, when they're setting up, when they're establishing that there's going to be a karate competition for the ownership of the Seattle Dojo, mm. uh, there is a scene of a workman putting up posters, <laughs> and it turns out he's wallpapered an entire side of a building <laughs> with the same poster over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it was done. I feel like and that. I, I just I wonder if that was like a, a like the director told them to do that. Like, yeah. and no one really wanted to like go through the trouble of being like, why would they do that? They just yeah. kind of let them do it. <laughs> I, I feel like that would be the idiot after the boss is like, go hang up all these posters, <laughs> and he puts them on one wall, and he's like, boss, I did it. And the boss looks out the window, and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> no, I feel like that's not that uncommon. Like in New York and stuff, in like high traffic areas, there's always like one poster that like plasters an entire area, and then other people like put their other stuff over it. Yeah, just to like grab attention. Yeah, but that this the funny part is that this place was barren besides that one poster. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) There was was, like an industrial like nothing. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like on some random alley, and no one goes down. Uh, Yeah, John Matuzic was uh, making a business deal right behind them. (laughs) (laughs) Dropping a suitcase off. Oh, my God, yes. (sighs) One man force. I miss it already. Uh, All right, so I guess that's it then. We're we're done. We watched uh, No Retreat, No Surrender. Thanks for announcing that we're done. (laughs) Well, I I, I asked for final thoughts. We didn't get any, so now we're done. uh, One more thing. Okay. Let's not forget that uh, Jason's triumph was motivated by RJ yelling the name of the movie at him. That is very true. And lo- lots true. of names of the movie, so that's a success. Yeah, yeah they did say it a lot of times, which is uh, splendid. Ballin'. All right. Manhattan yeah. ballers. Now, this movie uh, this movie has two... This movie has two sequels, you said, right? This movie does have two sequels. The second one is directed by the same guy. Ah, excellent. Corey Yoon or whatever. That's No Retreat, No Surrender 2. And then there's a No Retreat... No Surrender 3, like Blood Brothers or something. Uh, I think we need to watch all those. Yes. And those all happened um, before 1990. I think that last one's in 1990. Oh, so they fucking cranked these things up. They must have been successful. Uh, I mean, I think this one probably at least made its money back. Hmm. with Because this is prime rental yeah. tape right here. I, mean, I, w- I almost wonder if this made it to the, the theaters. Because it seems like it's of enough quality where mm. it could have gone to the theaters. Maybe. And the idea of watching this in a theater makes me very happy. <laughs> that That is very nice. With other people taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But um, yeah. So we watched No Retreat, No Surrender. And we all fucking loved it. <laughs> um, if you'd like more information on our show, you can head on to Facebook. Facebook.com slash Second Class Cinema. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, secondclasscinema.com, and followingfilms.com. You can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram and email us at secondclasscinema.gmail.com if you have a movie or something that uh, you'd like us to watch. Oh, I have a quandary. Well, you have a quandary? Yeah. All right, so a closing quandary. (laughs) Do I buy this movie on Blu-ray for $9, or do I buy all three of them on DVD for $5? Yes to both. Oh, (laughs) I think you gotta. I think that's a yes and a yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God. we already have we have three copies of Breathing Fire, and we like this more. So that means we have to have at least four copies of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm alright with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Later. So, so we're gonna buy it. <laughs>